My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this Monday, February 13th, 2023. Coming to you from Bedford County, Central Virginia area. Our headlines this morning, Red Hook Shore Power. A fire on the Stena Ferry. And Penant partners with Paris Ballet. That and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning on Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. Today, folks, is National Cheddar Day. That's a, a good one for me. I love cheddar cheese. I love pretty much any kind of cheese. But today, make sure you, uh, if you don't have any in the refrigerator, go out and get some cheddar cheese on something. I promise you I will. If you're listening to the podcast, you're always welcome. And thanks for listening. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcasts from, like all the big hitters, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening, you can always jump over to the video feed just by going to the description of the podcast and clicking on the link for the video feed. So, we do have quite a bit to to cover this morning, but actually the main thing is a special interview. Tanja Sin is uh, one of the, uh, she and Dwayne are part of the JJ Cruise crew, if you want to call it that. I've actually been on three cruises with Tanja and Dwayne and was on, they were on the Norwegian breakaway last week. They've made quite a change since they left New Orleans. And I talked with 
uh, Tanja late last night. Uh, for her, it was probably early this morning uh, on the carnival, Luminosa. So here's Tanja. My guest today on Chili Chats is my good friend Tanja Penn. She's, we were just together last Sunday, a week ago in New Orleans. Tell us where you are and how you got there. I am on the Carnival Luminosa that goes out of Brisbane, Australia. And we are out on the seas, very rough seas right now, heading out to a couple of the Pacific Islands. That's and uh, we awesome. flew from, yeah, we flew straight from New Orleans to Dallas, Dallas to Auckland, New Zealand, and New Ze- Auckland, New Zealand to Brisbane. So that, the first leg of that one to Auckland, what was that, about 17 hours or something? It was 16 hours. Yeah. Wow. Have yeah. you ever <laughs> been on a flight that long before? Oh, yeah. Several I- times. Okay, I'm not. I don't I look at it as hours. Yeah, I don't look at it as hours. I look at it as movie time because yeah. each movie I say is like two hours. So instead of sixteen hours, that's eight movies. It sounds a lot better. <laughs> okay, all right. Carnival, of course, transferred what was basically a ship for the Italian market to a fun ship. How have they done as far as the transition goes? What's the ship like? Is, is it still European, basically, or is it more like an American ship? It is like a carnival uh, regular ship. Uh, there's a couple of differences, but the layout is just like being on the Pride or Spirit, the Carnival Pride or Spirit. Um, it's the same class ship. Um, it, it's very, it feels very much like coming home to another carnival ship when you walk onto it. Uh, Guy's Burgers is not here. Yeah. And they caught, they have, um, I think they call it the grill where they have hamburgers and stuff, but it's not the label of Guy's Burgers. And, um, the food, one side is Indian, one side is Asian, one side is English and Australian food. And then the other salad bars and stuff like that. So they do cater to the demographic from down here instead of the food that we're normally used to. But trust me, it's really good. <laughs> and um, But other than that, the ship is fairly laid out the same. One of the things that I always disagreed with people that complained about MSC all the time was, was the food was so different. Yeah, it's a little different. But that doesn't make mm-hmm. it bad. I love it. I love the you know, visit other cultures and foods. Yeah. Different can be good. Yeah. You know, people, some, some people just different to them means no, but different to me is like, it's like you. Um, I love different. And yeah. my lunch today, I had uh, Korean chicken and uh, mushu pork, fried rice, and some other, th- other different areas of Asia, you know, different dishes. But, um, the one biggest difference is down, uh, not necessarily on food, but down in the atrium uh, where the uh, music groups would perform. Uh, there is a giant statue of a, a person lying down and um, the, the musicians perform right above 
the um, bar staff. Oh. So, yeah, so there's not that big open area there. There is seating around, and it's a comfortable seating, but the, the musicians play right above the bar itself. Okay. Service like normal? Oh, spectacular. When we right. walked on board, we were greeted by every crew member with a smile, said hello, welcome. We When we sat down, we within two minutes, we had a crew member coming over. Can I get you anything? When we had our late night pizza a little bit ago, um, a crew member came over. My name is this. If you need anything, find me or have somebody find me. I'll get it for you. I mean, it's just spectacular service. How, uh, are there other Americans on the ship or is it uh, more of regional type passengers? Um, we have met uh, a couple from originally from Illinois. They live in New York now. And we have met a family from California. And those are the only other Americans we've met or seen. And we're sort of treated as a little bit of an oddity, especially with our Southern accents. You know, oh, people yeah, are just yeah. fascinated. They're yeah. so fascinated. Yeah, but we're very minimal. Have you been to any of the entertainment venues yet? Mm -hmm. We went to um, the Welcome Aboard show. And we went to the Sail Away Party, which is the 10th anniversary of Carnival Sailing um, in Australia. So they're celebrating that milestone while we're on the ship this year. And we went to um, karaoke and watched. Trust me, you don't want to hear me sing. And um, <laughs> me either. then we went to um, Ocean Plaza, which is another area, and listened to the rock band. It's one of the best rock bands I've ever heard on a ship. Great. And uh, no pneumonia from your uh, venture into the ice bar last week. How I'm, you broke up. No pneumonia time. from your venture oh. <laughs> into the ice bar. Oh, no, 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 no. We came out of last week's cruise unscathed from our health, in our health. Yeah, so. me too. Me yes. too. And I, I, apparently some of our fellow cruisers didn't. So that's, that's a good thing that we made it through unscathed. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if you saw the poll, but it's, it's in the hundreds who didn't escape unscathed. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, what's next for you and Dwayne? Uh, well, we're on the Luminosa this week. And then we, um, when we get back to Brisbane, we take um, a five-hour motor coach ride out into the outback to catch a overnight train to go down to Sydney. Awesome. And then when we get to Sydney, awesome. we're, yes, uh, we're there for three days, and then we to Tasmania for um, two days. Then we go back to Sydney and get on the Carnival Splendor for a week. And then when we come back, we um, go to Melbourne, and we are there for a few days. Then we get on the Grand Princess and go on a two-week cruise around New Zealand. Nice. Stars, you you're accomplishing a bucket list for all of us. So we got to do this again. You realize, and unfortunately, 
there right at the end, uh, Tanja froze up. So we didn't get the last sentence in. But my goodness, what a bucket list cruise she and Dwayne are cruises. She and Dwayne are on. We will definitely uh, be touching base with them on a fairly regular basis over, wow, the next more than a month now that they're going to be down there. That's just awesome. So anyway, thanks to Tanja for uh, joining me, uh, whether it was early this morning or last night, whatever time it was over there for a quick little interview. All right, I'll be back with today's news after this. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot Around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. And again, of course, thanks to Scoot Around for all they do for me. And if you literally, if you have any kind of needs in the mobility challenged arena, uh, from a walker, a rollator, a scooter, a power wheelchair, a manual wheelchair, oxygen needs, just call Scoot Around. Whether you're in a, on a cruise or you're just going into a hotel or resort someplace, check with them. Goodness knows they're the reason I can do what I do today. All right, we'll be back with Red Hook Shore Power after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. All right, the top story today, we go up to Brooklyn, not Yo-Yo, Brooklyn in the house, Brooklyn, but the same place Eddie's from. Back in December of 2022, Mayor Eric Adams announced that MSC's forthcoming year-round home porting from the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal. The ships, according to the mayor, would bring thousands of tourist dollars to New York City, The large liners also bring toxic diesel exhaust to the community. Red Hook's Brooklyn Cruise Terminal is the only cruise port on the East Coast with a total solution, shore power. 
By plugging into the electric grid of the city, liners docked there would be able to keep running without burning diesel fuel, thereby eliminating the pollutants. However, because of the shore power design of the terminal and the lack of regular regulatory mechanisms to compel adoption, the system has not been fully used since it was installed back in 2016. Last year, just about a third of the ships visiting the port plugged in. The rest continued to burn fuel. Now, unfortunately, that's going to be the case when MSC Meraviglia, which is one of the largest passenger ships in the world, uh, first launches from Red Hook this April. The ship will not be able to plug in because where the connector is located, leading it to spew pollutions into the air of Red Hook. Now, the location of the connector has been addressed. In April of 1921, Mayor Adams, who was Brooklyn Borough President, uh, pledged funds in order to buy the equipment necessary to fix the shore power system of the terminal so more vessels could use it. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened yet. A spokesman for the Economic Development Corporation, which administers Brooklyn Cruise Terminal, said that ordering was in the works and installation due by the end of the year. British Cruise Terminal's $21 million shore power system was expected to eliminate roughly the same amount of carbon dioxide as getting 300 cars off the road per year as well as 95 tons of nitrous oxide, that's 6.5 tons of particulate matter, from the air. But there is no regulatory mechanism that compels liners to plug into the system. However, most cruise ships want to do this. At uh, BCT, that's Brooklyn Cruise Terminal, the sockets of the shore power crane align with the electrical sockets on, like the Queen Mary II, and several of the smaller ships run by Princess, all of which have already docked at Red Hook. However, other come on, tongue. However, other ships don't align, as is the case for Marabilia. Now, folks, to put this kind of in simple terms, you gotta multiply it, but this is an analogy, guys, from a non-technical non-electrical person. You have a plug in your wall that's down, what is that, about a foot off the ground. And let's say you have something, oh, let's say you have something up here that you have to plug into. Okay. You have to use an extension cord to get up there. Well, this is kind of like an extension cord, only one up well bigger from where it plugs in, the smaller ships plug in, to where the bigger ship has to plug in, or bigger ships, it's got to extend the, the connection from the power source. Okay? And unfortunately, that costs money. Now, to get this done, uh, it's going to take some work, too. All right? It's about a million dollars worth of upgrades 
of the $30 million capital investment. Of that million dollars, 750,000 was committed by Adams back in 2021 to pay for a cable positioning device to facilitate vessels connections. Now, I have spoken this morning to General Manager Ken Winkler of the um, cruise terminal, and he has informed me that equipment has been ordered and will be installed by the end of 2023. So that's good news. The end of that situation is on its way. Yeah, the first probably uh, six, seven months that Maravilla will be there. It's still going to be a little dicey with pollutants. But they're on the on the way to getting it fixed. So that's the latest report from Red Hook. And congratulations to those guys. That's going to be, well, it's, number one, it's tremendous that there will be year-round cruising from New York now. Although it worries me a little on sailing in the wintertime and being able to get there and stuff. But still, you're out cruising from New York. They'll be able to do it with shore power. A little uh, bit of a dicey story from this weekend. Emergency services were called to respond after a fire broke out on a ferry traveling between Ireland and Pembrokeshire on Saturday night. The fire started coming from one of Stena Europe's engines on the Stena line service between Rosier Europort, that's in Ireland, and Fishguard, that's in Wales. At the time of the fire, the ferry was two nautical miles off Fishguard Harbor. The crew on board the ferry extinguished the blaze. Company said that the, f- the crew had dealt with the fire quickly and without further support or incident. Then the fire temporarily reignited, but was dealt with again by crew. However, with the second fire, emergency services were also called to help as a precaution. Fish Guard and Mulgrove Coast Guard rescue teams responded, as well as three RNLI lifeboats the Welsh Ambulance Service, a Coast Guard helicopter, and an air ambulance. Dyford Pals Police and Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue also were involved. Firefighters were spraying the funnel down to cool it off once the ship had docked. The ferry company thanked the emergency services who had deployed significant numbers of their uh, resources as a precaution. Stenelon says there were no injuries and all 88 passengers, 59 crew members on board had disembarked safely with the voyage delayed by about a half an hour while the blaze was dealt with. The ship has been removed from service while an investigation into the source of the fire is conducted. And finally, this morning, on the this is the first light news day we've had for over a week now. We've had, you know, tremendous news days. Not so this morning, which tends to be 
the way Mondays go. Panant has announced an exclusive partnership with the Paris Opera for a themed voyage from Athens to Venice in 2024 dealing with their ballet. The seven-night itinerary, August 1st to the 8th on Las Lostral, will welcome six dancers from Opera's Ballet Company, including prima ballerinas Valentin Colasante and Matthew Ganio, for a program of performances both at sea and ashore, themed lectures, and introductory ballet classes. Great start. A little more than four grand per person based on W occupancy. The prima ballerinas and dancers from the Paris Opera Ballet will take part in two sessions with guests where they will share details about their careers and what drives them, according to the company. There will also be two screenings of performances and excerpts from documentaries on dance, followed by a discussion. Panat and the Paris Opera Ballet have also created two danced lectures involving rehearsal, the pas de deux in front of an audience, and invitation to find out what goes on behind the scenes preparing a ballet. To complete this immersive onboard experience, travelers will have the opportunity to take part in an introductory classic ballet class with a dance teacher from a Paris opera. The dancers will hold two ex- exceptional performances planned with extracts from the great classical and contemporary ballets in the Municipality Theater of Corfu on August the 3rd and the Dubrovnik Theater Martin Martin Grzyzik on August the 5th. Wow, I slaughtered that one. (laughs) Apologies to the folks in Dubrovnik. I thought I had it down and then slaughtered it. Anyway, Panant, who I rarely get to talk about, partners with the ballet. That's pretty cool. All right, let's go see who's with us this morning. Over in the chat room, Mike's here. Hi, Mike. Frazier's with us. Hey, Frazier, I haven't seen you for a little bit. Good to have you back with us. Katie's here. He says, hope you're good. I, yeah, I am. Getting ready to go again, Frazier, for we have gone almost a month this time. We did have a little issue this weekend with uh, a plumbing in the house. And we've got the, actually the people, I don't know if they've come in while the show's on, but they called the truck is on its way. Um, we have been, uh, had some flooding issues and it's been a kind of a mess, uh, but that's going to get fixed this morning. Uh, We're not sure if it's internal or possibly from the septic system that the farm is on. We'll find out. And then we had a ton of rain yesterday, too, which, anyway. Anyway, it's been a mess here. But that's going to get fixed today. Uh, Nikki's with us. Hi, Nick. Frazier of Pacific Islands are on my bucket list. Hopefully the rough seas will be worth it. 
they look stunning. Yeah, the uh, I imagine the rough seas are the uh, outlying from the uh, typhoon that's down there, Typhoon Gabrielle, which pounded New Zealand over the weekend. But it's come across from Australia, across the straits between uh, Australia and New Zealand. And that seems to be the general direction where uh, the last time I checked, uh, Luminosa was. So I imagine, I imagine what uh, Tanja was feeling is some of the outer rough seas from that storm. Just a guess on my part. Carol's with us. Hi, Carol. Katie says, hope everyone is well. Kenneth's with us. Hi, Kenneth. How things up in Pennsylvania? Princess Kuzlan has some great deals to go to Hawaii, some for $600. Wow. $600 per person on a 16-day cruise. That's pretty awesome. And did I, I think I saw someplace that they're running $50 deposits for today, maybe, on Princess Cruises. I think that's what I saw. Uh, anyway, you know, folks, while I don't really promote cruises as a general rule on this channel, man, check it out. 16 days to Hawaii for 600 bucks. I mean, you know, I'd go in a hammock to Hawaii for 600 bucks. So, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. So, uh, Martine is with us. Hey, Chili, hope everything is well. Martine was on the, uh, on the breakaway with us last week. I hope you're well, Martine. So she was, uh, one of my crew that ate dinner on almost every meal together for that ship. And she's just an absolutely lovely person. Glad, Jack, glad to have you with us. So I'm getting ready to go uh, pal around some with uh, uh, another one of our buddies. Martine's from Canada. She's she's one of those northern folk, uh, and and one of our our other pals is in Maryland that is going to be on the Enchantment of the Seas with me next week. Okay, so my schedule next week, folks, so everybody will know. I'm going to leave here on the 22nd and drive to Baltimore. I'm going to leave after the show on the 22nd uh, and drive up to Baltimore. I'm staying overnight, the same place that I'm leaving my car for a month. I couldn't, even though it was not required that I stay in the hotel, I mean, I could have driven in on the morning of the cruise and from here to Baltimore. I could do that because my appointment's not till like one o'clock to to board the enchantment. Uh, I could easily drive up there on the day of the cruise, and I guess I'm paying for my car to be parked for a, almost a month. But there wasn't a requirement that I stay overnight in the hotel. I just can't do that, so I'm gonna go spend the night in the hotel. You know, the night before, I don't mind that. I don't mind going to Baltimore. 
you know, maybe I'll get up there in time to eat dinner. I like a lot of places around Baltimore to eat. So, you know, to me, that's, uh, it's not costing me that much either. The, you know, in the middle of the winter, uh, the rates in Baltimore are very reasonable. But, no, they're cheap. They're really cheap. So I've got a, you know, a nice room for really, for like 75 bucks. So anyway, and that includes breakfast. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go up the night before. And they also have a shuttle to the cruise port. But since I'm, I'd be only doing a half shuttle because after the cruise, I got to go to the airport and fly to Fort Lauderdale because I've butted those two cruises together without thinking like a fool. Uh, but anyway, um, So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going up on the 22nd. Now, the 23rd, folks, maybe I can do a show early on the 23rd and get it on. Maybe do like I do a show on um, a port day, like 8 in the morning or something. So rather than canceling the day out completely, I'll I'll do a show early uh, since I I don't have you know it's a relatively late check-in uh, at on the at the port. So that's what I'll do. I'll, at first, I was going to cancel the show, but I won't. I'll do the show like normal on the twenty third, and then of course uh, when I'm at sea, the show is normal time. When I'm in port, and I'll be announcing those as I go, I'll be doing shows early in the morning, so I've got the freedom to go ashore. So that's that's what the schedule is going to be. Um, Kenneth says, Chili, how was your embark meant for the breakaway on the cruise hours when we were on there? It was a horrible, a horrible, uh, it took forever. Actually, mine wasn't bad, Kenneth. But I was in no hurry to get off uh, because I was staying in New Orleans an extra day. I didn't need to get off early like I normally do. So I let the throngs get out of my way, basically. So it was like, Wow, an hour and a half or so after they started disembark people before I even went down to the wheelchair area, I was still you know, wheelchair off uh, as opposed to hopefully by now it'll be get wheelchairs at the curb and be able to get off with on the, I mean, get scooters at the curb so you can get off with scooters. Um, so. Uh, but I had to, you know, go down and trade my scooter in for somebody pushing me in one of those horrible, uncomfortable wheelchairs. But there were quite a few people down there in line, but it went relatively quickly. So they, they had plenty of people, you know, that they're running back and forth. Um, so I maybe sat down there for a half hour or so uh, waiting for my turn. 
and then getting off, there was no weights for elevators. There was maybe two people in front of me at the station to go through customs, uh, which was fa oh, just facial recognition stuff. So that was easy. Um, we got a, um, a baggage handler there when we got into the luggage area, a porter. He grabbed my walker and suitcase. Actually, I had a little trouble finding the suitcase. It took an extra couple minutes, but not bad. Like in five minutes, we had that and then went out to um, the Uber area. The Uber area was still extremely crowded. And quite frankly, people paying no attention to somebody sitting in a, uh, well, by then I, I got out there and transferred to my walker to wait for my Uber driver. My Uber driver was tied up in traffic. He we were texting back and forth, so I knew he was on his way. I saw, I just had to sit and wait and people were bumping into me and running over me. And it was just you know, that, that. You know, people are so unaware of of handicapped folks or disabled folks that when they're in a throng of people. But uh, overall, it it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I mean, I've been through lots worse. I've been through better, but I've been through a bunch that that were worse. So you know, it's like everything with Norwegian Breakaway. They did a lot of things really well, but there are a few things that, that were poorly done. Uh, overall, I was pleased with it. You know, like to see a few things change. Uh, Martine says, my embarkation was different from New Orleans. I had to wait in a room until all the special group were in. Not my favorite. The debarkation was very smooth. Yeah, um, that's one thing that Norwegian does. They they hold people in a big room until the, maybe, I don't know if it's the time or the section is ready to go. I didn't have to deal with that because being disabled, I kind of just <laughs> missed all of that. And I was taken right around and through and around the crowds and lines and they pushed on board. I mean, I kind of hate that, that, yeah, uh, that uh, handicapped folks get to miss out on all those lines. I wish I was standing. No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, no. I'm glad to get on the boat as quick as I can. But yeah, I'm sorry that that's the, and I, and I agree with you back in the days when I used to get stuffed in those rooms, I hated it too. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, thanks for being with me on this Monday morning. Thanks especially to the lovely Tonja for spending some time with me. By the way, I didn't mention this before. Dwayne was already in bed. So Tonja was still up. So it was, you know, it's night owl time for Tonja. Uh, she's not a uh, early to bed person. and But Dwayne, the, Dwayne had already given up the ghost and was in bed when 
when I interviewed Tanja last night or this morning or whatever time it was. I get confused with the times, especially down under. But we will do that again, folks. I'm telling you, uh, we're gonna we're gonna see if we can't get Tanja on from the Splendor and then Tanja on again from uh, the Princess Hut ship as well. So that's awesome having people there. We're gonna try to expand this some, folks. When you're on a cruise, don't be surprised if the old fat guy doesn't get a hold of you. Do a nice little uh, quickie interview like that on what's going on and what you're seeing and what you're doing. I think that would be a nice feature to to expand, make a little more of on this on this channel. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, thanks for being with me. As always, we appreciate the thumbs up. That helps the channel out. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Hit the bell notification so that you'll be notified when a new video is up or anytime I go live. And for now, that's it. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody. See everybody tomorrow. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.